0: Not Molly Myers LeBaite this morning, but Jaina McDaniel Browning. Hello, hello, I'm back. We had to go from like one three named friend to another three named friend. <laughs> it just wouldn't, the flow wouldn't have been right no, if we no. didn't. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Well, it is Friday. We were, you know, really nicely gifted by Mother Nature. A beautiful week this week. And I don't know. I think we've got some rain the weekend ahead. So hopefully you enjoyed it while it was here. It's been a lot. Yeah. It's so hot.
1: Right. My plants are just shriveling up. And being miserable.
0: Yeah. Oh, if you didn't, if you missed Jana, right there, she was saying that she's been watering her plants a lot this week because there's been a lot of uh, there's been a lot of shriveling of her plants. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got two helpers on the board today. Mark and Gage. Good morning. You think between, you think between.
1: Of us, we'd get something right. right? (laughs)
0: You got to turn the mics on, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) You'll get there. It's all right. It's Friday. It's Um, coffee again. We're at the WDLR studios. Bring us the coffee. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, what 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 book are you going to talk about, Uh, Nicole? I still don't know, so that's why I uh, yeah. I see how you pivoted. Uh, I see. Uh huh. Uh -huh. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about my disorganization. Let's let's not focus on that anymore. Hey, Jana, what are you reading this morning?
1: (laughs) I am prepared.
0: (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, hey, wait. Before we get into it, we've got a guest in the studio with us today. See, we're all thrown off. It's Mackenzie Dill from the Orange Branch Library. Welcome,
2: Mackenzie. Hello. I'm so happy to be here. I'm <laughs> happy
0: to have you here, too. She is an adult services specialist, and in the second half of the show, we're going to talk about a really cool puzzle program that's coming up. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's our tease. So stay tuned for the second half, but stay for the first, where we talk about books.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, I'm excited to talk about my book, actually. The,
0: Everybody knows
1: we had Jeff Zentner in the house last Saturday. Jeff Zentner in um, the house. Really wonderful author. And as it turns out, a really, really really nice guy. We, we really enjoyed meeting him. Um, Just a
0: fine human. He really is. Yeah.
1: Uh, but the book that I read um, most recently by him is In the Wild Light. Again, that's by Jeff Zentner. And it focuses on a 16-year-old um, from small town Tennessee. His name is Cash Pruitt. And his best friend and quite literal science genius oh. um, is a young woman named Delaney Doyle. And she discovers this mold, like in a cave off the river, <laughs> but it has these incredible antibiotic properties. Oh, a mold
0: like like a f- mold, like a, fungi. a fungus, yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but but like serious antibiotic properties, like it kills MRSA. Whoa! So yeah, so it's this huge discovery in the scientific community. Um, so she is offered a full ride to an elite prep school up in Connecticut, and she will not accept unless her best friend Cash. That sounded weird.
0: Um, Robots.
1: Yeah. Um, Unless her best friend Cash is offered a full scholarship as well. And Cash has serious reservations, mainly because his grandfather, um, who he lives with and really, really deeply loves, is dying of emphysema. Mm. um, And he doesn't want to leave him behind. But, of course, his grandfather's like, this is a huge opportunity. You have to take it. Yeah. Yeah. so they, they do go, and Delaney, of course, jumps right into it. These are the science programs she's always wanted all of her life and was not getting in her tiny little small town high school. Um, but Cash feels horribly out of place, and he's really struggling to find a reason to, to stay there um, other than Delaney, who who he really loves. Um, and then his English teacher suggests that he try writing poetry, oh. and it changes everything. Um and I'm not going to ruin anything else. So that's as far as I'm going to tell you. But but it's a beautiful book. And Zentner is a real, you know, I, I really enjoy his writing. But the writing in this book is so lyrical and beautiful. It is just a, a glorious thing to read. I enjoyed every second.
0: He is a master relationship builder. Mm-hmm. I, you, you, uh, truly, you get to know the characters. And if I could bring up something that he said when he visited us um, was that he... Somebody asked, you know, like how do you, how do you how do you work with your characters? Do you throw them into the story? Do you deal with them? They call it a um, a pantser or a planner. You know, do you do right by the seat of your pants or do you plan everything out? Mm-hmm. How do you know your characters? And he kind of described that. He's like, I I had a type of person who I was curious about, and so that kind of forms the basis. Um, and he was like, and yeah, I could go ahead and put them in the story, but he was like, I really wanted them to tell me they were mm-hmm. and that's how he develops his characters is he really lets them speak to him and there was a person at the event who asked this really beautiful question that like almost brought me to tears especially having heard how he connects with his characters and they were like when you're done writing do you miss them mm-hmm. and I was like that's such a beautiful and and he said of course he does but that's also why he doesn't like to write um sequels because he likes to let he has given his gift to his story um, mm-hmm. birthing this story and then the reader now gets to take it beyond and he's like I don't want to write a sequel because I don't want to hurt the reader's experience for what they feel like would have happened next
1: yeah and what, jumping off of that one of the other things he did say was that he will put easter eggs yes in his sub- subsequent books that refer back to the prior books and there's a very obvious one that you know. The, the last book that I read by him was Rain and Delilah's Midnight Matinee. Yes, and there is a little Easter egg from Rain and Delilah that shows up in The Wild Light, which I was just like, Ooh! "Yay! <laughs> That's really exciting." It was delightful.
0: That's really so. That is, say it again, the name and the title. That is in the Wild Light
1: by Jeff Zentner, nice. and it is labeled a young adult book. Adults do not let this deter you from reading the book because it is a wonderful read. For any age,
0: yeah, I will say I I am not like a traditional enjoyer of young adult fiction, and I like all of his books. I think he th- yeah. it doesn't have the it doesn't have the anxiety and the angst and the um, unnecessary uh, drama. Exactly, he just kind of leaves it out, and he just writes for young people. In Agreed, places that they are relatable. Agreed. Yeah. Mackenzie, you are a reader. I know you also help with the book club at yes. the Orange Branch Library, but I'm sure you do some reading on your own, too. What What have you got for us this morning?
2: Um, I recently finished um, the new Brandon Sanderson book. Oh, um, yeah. It was phenomenal. So the title is Tress of the Emerald Sea. It was so good. I didn't know originally that this was he originally funded this book on Kickstarter and it ended up being like one of the most like funded Kickstarter campaigns. And he wrote this book for his wife. It's supposed to be sort of like a more feminist retelling of The Princess Bride. And it was hilarious. I loved it so much. It's just the journey that she goes on to like rescue the love of her life is just so much fun. And okay. Brandon
0: Sanderson is traditionally a young adult author as he well, does, is that right? He does a
2: lot of um, adult fantasy books. Okay. This is okay. also an adult fantasy, but he does write some like young adult stuff as well. Okay,
0: so this one is adult yes. and it's fantasy. And say the title again.
2: Tress of the Emerald Sea. Tress of the Emerald yes, Sea. Yes, I definitely recommend re- listening to the audiobook version because the narrator was just phenomenal. It was just He captured, like, the hilarity of it. It was so great. Yeah.
0: Oh, so a male narrator, but a female
2: perspective. Yes. So it's kind of the narrator who he's, um, you know, it's not necessarily the um, female protagonist, like, he's narrating, but it's more of, like, an outside perspective on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Very fun. I love Brandon Sanderson. I have read a lot of his books, yeah. but I have not read this one, it's so it's good. going on my
0: list. Yeah, for sure. Very good. Is it a newer one? Yes, it came
2: out just a few months ago. So.
0: Okay, so there might be a tiny wait if you're waiting for it on, um, on audiobook especially. I know those ones can take a little bit longer, but yeah, come and, come and check it out.
2: Well, this
0: morning I wanted to talk a little bit about... Um, just how amazing our librarians are at the Delaware County District Library. So true. Um, I have an eight-year-old daughter who would much rather watch YouTube or play video games over the summer, but um, give her a challenge and an opportunity to win something or earn something, and she's in. So, <laughs> I, you know, was explaining to her summer reading club, also trying to just like keep her skills sharp for the summer. If you don't know, um, summer reading club is all a trick. It's we want <laughs> we want kids to read so that they don't. Uh, get rid of all their skills over the summer. Um, and so, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, but it's also fun with uh, the lure of prizes yes, <laughs> and yes. other fun things like that. So I, I kind of told my daughter, I was like, hey, like, let's let's try and put down the put down the other screens and pick up a book. And um, I was she's tried some Dog Man and she likes those. She's tried some Captain Underpants and she likes those. Um, you can kind of sense what, you know, her style is. hmm. And so I talked to Mr. George at the Delaware Main Library, um, who we've had as a very frequent guest on this show. He's doing lots of wonderful things. You might hear him with bagpipes, uh, guitars, or ukuleles wherever you go. And he recommended a series that begins with The 13-Story Treehouse. And The 13-Story Treehouse is a book that is a graphic novel style. It's by Andy Griffiths. Um, And then the art is by Trey Denton. And... It's about two boys who, you get the backstory actually in book two, but two boys who live in a tree house that is 13 stories and every level has a different theme, if you will. Um, it has sharks. It, ha- I mean, it's not your traditional, you're not going to necessarily just find like twigs and branches and squirrels in this tree house. You're, you're going to find sharks and you're going to find um, a special like laser cannon that makes popcorn and you're going to find just the creativity and I hear my daughter um, or I see my daughter reading these and I hear her laughing out loud oh, I love that. as she is just like, this is crazy. Um, what was the other thing she was doing? Oh, there was something in she she picked up the sequel then because she consumed the first book in a day <laughs> and that's she awesome. was like, mom, I get to check two hours off. And I was like, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not she's not doing the 15 minute like incremental like once a day reading. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to read six hours today and go get that prize. <laughs> I was um, like, that's fine. That, yeah you can do that. Um and so now she's in the second book and in the second book the the treehouse grows. So every book is then the second book is the 26 story treehouse and then we get to the 39 story treehouse, <laughs> the 52 story treehouse, the 78 story treehouse. I think right now they are at least at the 130 story treehouse is where it currently is and who knows, who knows what's coming next but I don't know are we going to run out of sky like it feels like (laughs) 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 when do they need the oxygen mask depending on how high they get um in the 26 story treehouse the thing she was giggling about was they had different flavors of ice cream. And the ice mm. cream flavors, uh, you know, on this one particular floor, they have an ice cream bar. And, you know, they, it's four pages. I mean, the art is incredible of, like, what would have had to go into that. It's four pages of individual cells of each ice cream flavor. <laughs> and it starts a little bit, you know, like – Caramel, butterscotch, mm-hmm. vanilla. Um, then it gets into broccoli, um, spaghetti. She's like, yeah, yeah. And then it, it just keeps getting more absurd. She's like, robot. I'm like, okay, <laughs> robot flavor. That's cool. Yep. Um, at one point, she it, it's like very specific, like you know, uh, monkey. Foot hair, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Birdie Bot's Every Flavor Beans. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so she, you know, she's laughing, and I'm like, what is so funny? And she just describes, you know, every single flavor. She's like, I'm going to read these all to you. I was <laughs> like, go for it. I'm here. I'm here for it. So that is um, a shout out to Mr. George for finding a, a way to get. Not necessarily a reluctant reader, but, you know, in a way, she's she's going to be mm-hmm. picky about what she reads. She's not just going to consume anything that's in front of her. Um, and so start with the 13-story treehouse by Andy Griffiths, and uh, see where see where your little one goes from there. So again, this is for my eight-year-old daughter. It could be great for your for your early elementary kiddos. That's fantastic. It was it was a good one. I, I enjoyed I enjoyed her enjoyment of it. <laughs> I, I think your little one reads
1: a lot like my oldest one used to read when mm-hmm. he was that age, and it was either I really love this and I'm going to read it all, or I hate this, and I'm going to read one page and walk away. We're
0: done. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Which I'm a book quitter, and so I'm totally okay with that. Like, you don't have time in life to read bad books or books that are too short to
1: suffer through. It really is. Yeah, I agree.
0: All right. Well, with that, we are going to go to a quick commercial break. We're going to come back on the other half and be with Mackenzie Dill, Adult Services Specialist at the Orange Branch Library, to talk about a puzzle swap coming up in a couple weeks. So stay tuned. Well, welcome back. We're so happy that you're joining us this morning, and if you're a regular listener, that you join us every Friday morning at 9 here on WDLR, my967.net, and if you listen on our podcast, too. um, In case you didn't know, every week we take this radio show, and we put it into a podcast, and you can download it where you download your podcasts anywhere. Look for Delaware Library off the shelf, or visit delawarelibrary.org slash podcast, and you can find it there as well. So we are happy to have you. Um, I am joined by, not Molly myers LeBatty, but Jaina McDaniel-Browning. Good morning. Good morning. We're so happy to have you as co-host this week and again next week.
1: Delighted to be here.
0: Three in a row. It's going to be a joy. <laughs> and we also have in the studio with us this morning, Mackenzie Dill, Adult Services Specialist at the Orange Branch Library. Oh, Good morning. Good morning. I'm so glad that you could join us today. I, you're a first-time guest, right? I am. Have we totally scared you? No, not yet. Oh, good. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if all of the microphones and the headphones and the Facebook Live cameras like don't scare you by now, I think you're good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you've done it. Hooray. <laughs> well, Mackenzie, tell us why you're here today. There's something happening with puzzles
2: at the Orange yes. Branch. So, coming up soon on July 24th through the 28th, we're, do, we're taking um, donations of jigsaw puzzles at the Orange Branch, just at the Orange Branch. And then on July 29th from 2 to 3, In the community room, we're doing a puzzle swap event. So you can come in, maybe do some puzzles, interact with other puzzlers, and (laughs) even donate some or swap some. So, yeah, we have that coming up. That's so cool. So, are you a puzzler yourself? I used to, uh, I used to do a lot of puzzles when I was a lot younger. I haven't done quite as many, but recently I've, um, even though they're not technically puzzles, I've recently bought a couple like Lego sets. Oh, am sure. Very excited to do. So. Oh man, yeah. a Lego
0: swap—that'd be a whole other thing. Oh, yeah, that that's would. a whole other yeah. can of worms.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I used to do some puzzles, but I'm hoping with a puzzle swap that maybe I'll see some like really cool, like unique ones where I'm like, okay, I want to do that. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it
0: depends on like what the what the back. Ground is and what the subject is what were you going to say Jaina? I love
1: puzzles yes. but, but, but I'm the only person in my house that will do them like nobody else likes them so it, if it's a thousand piece puzzle it ends up living on our dining room table for a couple weeks while I'm working on it in the evenings yep. um, but girls weekend whenever we go down to the cabin in Hawking Hills typically over a four day weekend we will do three or four thousand piece puzzles Whoa. no joke it's like a puzzle a day because everybody there, there are like six of us. We all love puzzles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing with this, I, you know, I love puzzles, mm-hmm. but then I do one. Mm-hmm. And then there's nothing. I don't want to do it again. Right. I've already done it. Yeah. So this is wonderful. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I do. I have a stack of puzzles I'm going to bring okay. myself. Yes, do, I, do I dare ask how long it takes you to put together one puzzle? Um, a, a thousand piece one, depending on how difficult it is. It, if I'm not working during the day. I can do that in usually three or four days. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were about to say hours. I was like,
0: wait a minute. No, 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 <laughs> got no, no. You've a lot of time on no, 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 Unless no. it's a girls weekend and then like a couple hours over the course of yeah, a day. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. We'll, we'll do it, you know, you'll hop in and do
1: it for a while and then you'll go sit in the hot tub and then you'll read <laughs> and somebody else will be working on the puzzle and then when you'll knit and then you'll go do the puzzle some more. And
0: Mackenzie, are you bringing a hot tub to the Orange <laughs> I so will. that we can do that? Okay, we can't. <laughs> That's the way to do it. <laughs> well, um, I get frustrated by puzzles Mm -hmm. and so um, I have to be in like the very perfect mindset for it and then when I'm in I'm all in and my husband and I will like you know, we'll go to Walmart or we'll go to beanbag books or we'll go to whatever and we'll just um, buy like seven puzzles and we'll and then we'll conquer them over the course of a month or so, usually in the winter, because, you know, you need that like mind stimulation whenever mm-hmm. the sun sets at five o'clock and you're like, well, I'm in for the night. What am I doing? <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we 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 will kind of do it that way. But yeah, same thing. So is that kind of what birthed this idea is that you figured that people probably have just puzzles lying around that they're not doing anything with. So why not change it out?
2: Basically, like, plus, I think over the pandemic, people were probably doing a lot more puzzles while they were mm-hmm. quarantining, right. too. So I feel like a lot of patrons have been coming in and asking if we have, like, puzzle collections. So it kind of just seemed like a, a good idea. Is anybody
0: going to be limited? So, you know, if I bring in four puzzles, can I take four puzzles? Or is there any sort of, like, rules
2: Um, it's kind of very casual. So yeah, if you want, you could technically bring in four puzzles and take four puzzles. So yeah, you can even just leave them. You don't necessarily have to take them. Yeah, yeah, up to you. It's kind of casual. It's not anything that you have to check out. But it's just something that's going to live in the orange um, lobby that you can just No, come get.
0: Okay. So then say there are puzzles left over from the swap. Mm -hmm. It's not an equal swap where, you know, we have 50 brought in and 50 are taken, and now they're all just vanished from the library. So what happens if there are leftover puzzles?
2: Um, If there's any leftover ones, well, since it's going to be, you know, we have the puzzle swap event on the 29th, but afterwards it's still going to, like, live in the lobby where people can come in and just do it. So hopefully it's going to be more of, like, a permanent thing. If there's some puzzles that aren't getting enough love, maybe we'll swap them out. But, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great to know. Okay, so
0: again, this is the puzzle swap at the Orange Branch Library. Just the Orange Branch, that's the one located on 23. You can see it right there. Um, Gooding Boulevard technically is the address. Um, so anytime between the 24th and the 28th, you're going to bring in your puzzles. Go ahead and drop them off. And then on 29th, the Saturday the 29th, yes. the swap officially begins. Um, the official time is 2 to 3, but as Mackenzie was saying, you can come by the Orange Branch really anytime um, after that until either they're gone or... Yeah. 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 As it lives on forever. Mm -hmm. This is fun. There's a lot of, if you pay attention to the things happening at the Delaware County District Library and our events calendar, um, there's a lot of swaps that are kind of um, being birthed right now. Mm -hmm. So I think the puzzle swap Mm -hmm. is kind of one of the precursors to that. And then um, our Orange Branch Library is going to, or our Liberty Branch Library is going to have some, a plant swap and a seed swap this Mm -hmm. fall. Um, So there's going to be lots of, lots of swaps happening
1: and I like that. It's you like know, just
0: because you can't use it anymore, library. somebody
1: else can can use it. It's kind of like free cycle exactly. online. Yeah, yeah, I love it.
0: Exactly. Well, Mackenzie, I also want to give you some time because you help out with the um, Mm -hmm. adult book club at Orange. So Mm -hmm. tell
2: us what's happening with the adult book club at the Orange branch. Yes, actually, next week. So on the twentieth, from two to three, we are um, discussing um, the book Once There Were Wolves by Charlotte McConney. Yeah. So that's our discussion for next week. And then um, basically, we just talk about the book for an hour. We talk about maybe things we really didn't like about the book. It's a very um, interesting discussion. Sometimes see what people like got out of books but um and then next month on August 17th we are doing the Violent Conspiracy by Brendan yes. Solom. Mm. Yes, I I want to read that one a lot. Um there
0: is a waitlist for the audiobook. Yes. The um the book club at the Orange Branch Library um, is evening, afternoon, morning. What time do you usually meet? Afternoon. So it's from two to three. Okay. So afternoon. So, you know, if you're a working person, take your late lunch break. Or (laughs) if you're a non-working person, then come on over. Do you tend to have a pretty... what's What's your group like? Is it democratic? Do they try and influence your book picks? Are they very picky. I love hearing the dynamic of different book groups.
2: Um actually I think they're pretty open to like picking like different genres and stuff. I think there are some things that they like to stick like to the similar genre, but it just kind of depends. Sometimes we like mixing it up every once in a while, but they're pretty cool with picking you no, with reading whatever. Sometimes they can say, like, oh, I really didn't like this book, but yeah. they still like talking about it. I
0: was going to say, you mentioned they, like, you know, if people, if you have a great conversation about how much they hated the book, does that happen a lot? <laughs> <laughs> Occasionally there will be, like, some way, like, particularly outspoken
2: about how they didn't like this one character. But it's, oh, sure. it's still interesting to listen to
0: sometimes unlikable characters are the best way to yeah. get a forward pro- progress in
1: the story kind of like what we were talking about during the commercial break exactly How much I didn't like this character in a particular book
0: sometimes yeah. I want to I want to see the characters redeemed like so bad and then if they but sometimes they're just irredeemable yeah true <laughs> so true yes my my favorite book to hate is one that other people love to love mm. Um it's just called Wild. It's Cheryl Strayed. Oh, and I remember that. I no, that I'm one. with you. I hate that one so much, and I hate it even more so because it's a real person. I'm like, well, hopefully she's redeemed herself, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like she was irredeemable by the I, end of the I'm book. right
1: there with you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, thank you, Mackenzie, for sharing yeah. with us about the puzzle swap and about the Orange Branch Book Club. I hope that everyone has a chance to swap some puzzles, check it out, bring your puzzles in. I can't wait to see what they yeah. have. I might bring some Disney ones over. Ooh, OK. They're like Thomas Kincaid Disney, Disney 5. Yeah pretty pretty cool so we'll see we'll see if my husband allows me to swap them out but we will take the last minute or two and talk about some upcoming events at the library so jaina what's sparking your interest this week at the library
1: Mm. tuesday july 18th delaware main library come learn about and meet ohio animals Um, this is a program for kids five years old and older Um, and we will are we doing this with uh odnr this or one, is this one with Preservation Parks? This
0: one is Preservation Parks.
1: So Preservation Parks, very exciting. They're going to br- have animals there and talk about different animals that you might meet in your own backyard. Very cool program. Kids are going to love it. So yeah. don't miss that one.
0: Well, it's exciting to find out that, you know, it's not just grass in your backyard. There's well, yeah, critters hanging out.
1: Lots of critters. Critters
0: are hanging yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, more than you think. And then this one, too, um, teen comic making. Mm-hmm. Um, this time in Ostrander. This moves around a little bit. But Brian Moss is a phenomenal graphic artist. Um, He will be leading teenagers ages 13 through 17 on making their own comic. Um, And he he teaches at the Columbus um, School of Art and Design. He teaches at the Columbus Museum of Mm -hmm. Art. So really, this is a great opportunity. So sign your kids up for this. Registration is required, so do it now. And that's on... um, that's coming up on Thursday, Thursday. July 20th That's at right. Ostrander. Yep. And then our bargain book sale.
0: Yes, 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 yes. You can't miss the bargain book sale. It does happen at the, is it is it Friday and Saturday? It is. This, yeah, this month. Um, so Friday the 20th and Saturday, no, no, Friday the 21st and Saturday the 22nd, Delaware Main Library. Um, Friday 5 to 8 p.m., Saturday 9 to 3 p.m. Um, and that is from our Friends of the Library. They do an amazing job with these bargain book sales. Um, so if you are a member of the Friends, um, get your bag, fill your bag up as high as you can with anything that you want. It is the best deal that you will find in bookstores or in book sales. Absolutely. And uh, if you're not a member of the Friends, join. I think the lowest membership is maybe. $20, yep. so it'll get you um, really, really great deals for all of these book sales, and there are more popping up um, as we as we speak. So I want to thank everyone for listening, and um, check us out, DelawareLibrary.org. Our calendar is the events calendar, Del- DelawareLibrary.org slash events. And um, thank you, Mackenzie, for being our guest today. Thank you. Thank you, Jana, for being my co-host, my stand-in co-host.
1: Delighted to be here. And
0: Gage, as always, thank you for the board. My pleasure. And until next week, we will see you in the stacks.